Well, it's a great pleasure to welcome to the My Broadband Conference, Dietloff Marais, who is the CEO of Vumatel. Um, and and, and uh, Dietloff, it's really, really good to see you. And firstly, I want to thank you as one of your customers for really uh, keeping me connected through this entire time. I've had zero failure, so congratulations to you. I mean, my uh, my, my service provider is, well, you guys provide the, the, the connectivity, but uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. So thank you for making sure that uh, my work doesn't stop and gets interrupted. Oh, thank you, Aki. Nice seeing you and always nice chatting to you. And I'm glad. Well, this... I mean, challenge for us, obviously, that's the service service community over this COVID period, you know. So I think I think all the FNOs had, had basically the same challenge. But I think, I think uh, you know, we, we came to the party and I think we delivered quite well, you know. No, you absolutely did. And um, I think that, uh, you know, it was the core of uh, and the glue that's kind of kept um, much of the workplace and, uh, you know, the workforce connected and working remotely, I guess. I mean, the significance of fiber in South Africa cannot be understated. I mean, if we go back, um, I, I shudder to think what we would have done if this pandemic had hit us 10 years ago. But the significance of fiber and the growth is 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 enormous uh, in South Africa, isn't it? Aki, I, I agree fully. I, I think, listen, enough. I mean, if you look at the penetration in South Africa, we're still on about 20%, you know, but at least the 20% covered. I think that, that was the critical thing, you know. So so if you look at the, the abundant access to data and, and what happened with this COVID and this pandemic and this disruption that came in, uh, we believe you know so so we saw people moving from businesses back to the home we saw people moving from obviously from schools to the home you saw people doing their entertainment i mean basically they the lockdown life actually went into a house you know so you did your entertainment uh your social i mean people were ordering food into their homes uh but the big thing is the businesses had to go on you know so so a lot of our business customers a lot of their or basically all their all their employees back home and 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 that's that abundant access to data and i think fiber can give it you know and and i think that's proven the model to to us and i i think if you look at the world i mean that's in any case where the trends are going it's just the fast tracking this through through the pandemic was was absolutely the key thing and there the challenge was on us was on scalability obviously and then the quality i mean exactly what you were talking about you know we had to make hard decisions on Listen, do we continue with rollout and deployment throughout this period or do we hold back a little bit and focus more on the connectivity side? You know, and I think I think us as Vuma did it. I think a lot of the other FNOs as well did it. So we stopped a little bit. So it it, 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 it took us a little bit back, it pushed us a little bit backwards on on deployment of fiber and passing homes, but it actually was speed connectivity leg of it, you know, and and scalability there was critical. You know, the challenge for us was could our systems cope with the scalability side of it, you know, and and I think that's where where will actually still be disruptions are going to stop. Just mm, mm. continuing going forward, you know. But but really, network wise, quality wise, connection wise, I think I think I think we support the eco economy firstly, South Africa and and the businesses, you know, and and uh, I think I think that, that was fantastic. Well, I mean, you mentioned the 20% penetration. I mean, it, it, we, we're at the at the tip of the iceberg over here and we've got so much more work to do. And there's a hell of a responsibility lying on your shoulders and other major connectivity providers uh, to, to reach 
the people that haven't been connected and uh, I mean South Africa's connectivity goals to get to the rest of the 80% penetration that you talk about I mean that's a huge responsibility that that I think is is keeping me awake a little bit at night as well I think that's the responsibility we have to get we have to be better there you know and and you know if you look at the first barrier that access to capital I think I think there's you're seeing now a lot of FNOs getting access to a bit of capital, actually access to quite a lot of capital. So, so what we're seeing is we're seeing competition coming up, and I love competition because immediately business increases. You know, the, the, you know, just from a campaign point of view, people understand that. I mean, obviously, COVID assisted with that as well. You know, people just need connectivity to their home. But, but the challenge for us is there. So I, I still believe smart investment is critical. You know, in a in a low penetrated country. A fixed country, uh, penetration. It's critical that we invest in the right areas. You know, uh, I can give you an example of one or two towns where there's six FNOs building networks at this. Point, you know, and and I think if we do it more smart in a way, we can get to the 80% quicker. You know, and and I think that's critical. It's smart investment. It's quality investment, and it's absolutely getting to the places or the underserved areas where people don't have, have connectivity or access to abundant. Uh, uh, data uh, uh, or uh, you know un unlimited data. Now there, there's no doubt that there's a lot more competition uh, in, in the fiber space. I mean, in terms of connectivity, fiber is one method. You're hearing about fixed LTE and lots of other different ones. I mean, 5G as well. It's just around the corner. But I think it's important to highlight the the benefits and the advantages of fiber versus the other forms of connectivity. I think advantages, I see it as a, you know, I it a bit as a fiber being the foundation of connectivity. You know, you look at it, doesn't matter if you connect a, a, a base station to, to a switch or, or, or if you, it's, it's access connectivity, it's, it's the foundation of actually the technology. So I see it as complementary totally. That's, that's my view, you know, and I think even if you look at the trends, what's happening overseas, and 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 internationally, that's that's it. I mean, fiber becomes the base of that 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 technology uh, uh, connectivity type of side of the business. So so it's it's complementary for me. People today want to be connected. I think that's critical. So you want to be connected in your house. You want to be connected when you travel, and you want to be connected when you work. And it doesn't matter what technology you can use mobile. You can use fixed at home. You can have a Wi-Fi solution. It's just people want to be connected. And I think that's the critical thing. And mm -hmm. fiber you that foundation fiber is is obviously the technology that that enables that you know and and i think that's if you ask me off the cuff that's the biggest benefit you know and that's yeah. where you see convergence happening across the world because it's a complementary solution to basically giving people connectivity got the uncapped unlimited abundance again that i that i always hit on you know it's it's not built on a scarce resource like a spectrum or frequency it's it's it gives you that access to abundance, and and I think that's critical because if you if you look at the usage per home going up, you know, two years ago, homes were using basically forty gigs. Today they're using four hundred gigs on low on low band uh, speeds. So 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 you're seeing how this is increasing over time, and this is going to double or triple in the next year mm. because you have seven, eight, ten, fifteen devices connected to a within a house at this point, you know, so it will just increase. I can't see that slowing down. And for us to compete and stay connected with the rest of the world, this is what we have to do. We have to stay leading edge on technology. And I believe fiber is the, is the foundation of that.
Yeah. Dietloff, it was uh, fascinating listening to you talking about that usage stats, you know, compared to two years ago. I mean, traditionally, you would have, uh, you know, fiber in your home and you'd be using it to watch movies, do a bit of work. Now, with the pandemic, you've got, you know, families doing a whole lot of things. You know, you've got the parents working remotely. You've got YouTube running. You've got Netflix running. You've got kids, uh, you know, doing their, their uh, studies online. I mean, it, it's extraordinary. I mean, that number that you touched on, uh, 40 gigs, that's, that usage uh, statistic is extraordinary how much it's gone up in this last year. Yeah, and it's, and, and, and it's still climbing. You know, if you look at your, your, your higher end market, speed market, I mean, it's even higher than that. You know, people do everything today through a connect, connection somewhere, you know. So, so we're seeing that increasing definitely. And I think that's, that's where, where I think fiber has got a bit of an advantage on, on any other technology. That's, that's my first point. Yes. And, and we're not the slowing down. But what we do see is, is where people a year ago, before, before COVID, was, was focusing on download speeds. Okay, what we're today seeing is that people are focusing as much on the upload speeds. Because what's happening is exactly what me and you, what we're doing now is, is we're communicating. We're doing our business through, through a connection up and down. You know, so he's looking at the synchronous side of the business, of, of, of the packages and the products that we give, and everything is moving to basically the same upload download speeds because of the way we communicate today. Mm. And I think I think we'll see some shifts in in the product the product mixes, but on the usage side, you'll see huge shifts. What we saw through the pandemic as well was was where your peak actually started from six o'clock at night till ten o'clock was your peak. Yes. Today it's not. It starts nine o'clock in the morning. It goes, ramps up, and then it stays consistent for the whole day. It still peaks a little bit at night, but your whole usage profile, your, your pattern changed, and that tells you that the behaviour of people are totally changing. And, and that that is quite interesting to see. And I think we have to give, we have to look at that obviously and look at the customer behaviours. But the necessity to have a stable connection at home, reliable, at a speed that we can. We can we can basically guarantee in a way is is absolutely critical because it's a necessity today. Yeah, it's so interesting you say that there's no more peak period. It's peak period all the time. I mean that, that's how much usage is happening in the network. I just want to come back to um, the twenty percent penetration that you mentioned and and the rollout. So looking at this uh, situation in the country where you you've got a tremendous amount of uh, areas to cover and you know get fiber to you know millions of south africans where is vuma focusing on rolling fiber in the future where, where does your timeline what does your timeline look like so so okay we we connected a we, we passed a million homes at this point you know, so we closed the financial year on, on just over a million homes passed uh we're planning to do another five hundred thousand this 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 year and i think about it it took us five years to get to a million we Five hundred thousand this year, you know. So we're throwing huge money at it, you know, and and we're going to areas that need it, you know. So so we evaluate the, the areas, we look at specifics around the area, and then then uh, you know we build where we can, you know. So so it's really working with the municipalities, working with the communities, and seeing if you know if there's a need. But on a penetration of twenty percent, basically South Africa is in need of it, you know. So so where it makes financial sense, we do it, you know. We try not obviously replicate networks. So if there's a network, I mean, we're not really going to replicate a network that's already in an existing place. I think that that's the smart investment side of it. 
But I think it's critical that we just deploy the capital in the right places. You know, we launched prepaid last year. I think I think we one of the first prepaid fiber. Uh, uh, launched a product that that you can recharge monthly, weekly. I think it's the first in the world, or very close to being first in the world. And I think that caters for a different segment. You know, and that caters for a use use pattern type of scenario. You know, and and I think with innovation, you know, with the customer experience that you have to do because it totally changes, and with the technology that you deploy throughout South Africa, I think we can roll out anywhere. You know, but we want to obviously cover five hundred thousand homes this 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 year, which yeah. is a big ask. You know, and that's where the scalability comes in. I think. I think our machine can do it, but it's completely building a quality network uh, through, throughout South Africa. That's that's the key thing. I mean, I'm I'm sure the demand. You touch on. You said a million homes uh, in the first five years. This year, it's five hundred thousand years. The demand must be extraordinary. I mean, if 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 you had a magic wand and could connect everybody that wants fiber right now, I'm sure you've probably got millions of people who are wanting uh, you know fiber right now. Yes, and that's that's at twenty percent. I think there's there's clearly about eight million homes that we can cover. There's nineteen million homes in South Africa if you look at the informal. In any case, so yes. so I think that's the that's the start of it. And and I think you know, and obviously it's different technologies that you know you have to use. You know, there's different models that we will have to use. But I think five years from now, Aki, we'll have this conversation, and I think I think I think we'll be getting close to a seventy eighty percent penetration rate on homes. You know, so. And and nothing stops us from going to a hundred percent. It's just it's just a little bit more difficult when it becomes very informal, you know, for yes, some of the homes. But, but still, I think I think there's a there's a lot of runway on this, and and I must people. This is a must. People people need this for us to stay competitive with the rest of the world. This yes. is critical. You know, just look at how schooling changes. And I mean, you've sat on a lot of lot of. Uh, uh, presentations on on COVID and disruption. This is not the first and only disruption we're going to see. No. This will occur now, and then, you know. So 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 I think we must just be better prepared last time. You know, a million homes were not good enough for Buma. We should have been to on two million homes. You know, and I think also the older technologies are just not good enough anymore. And I think I think that we realized now, you know, you, you can't work on a seven meg service. You can't you can't you have to get to the 20, 30, 100 gig servers. We've, we've launched now, uh, we're actually trialing now a 10 gig service on our network. And it's an overkill. A lot of people say to me, look, it's, it's an overkill. Why are you doing a 10 gig service? You know, it's only, only Singapore that's got a type of a similar service in, 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 in the market. But, but we're doing that. And the throughputs we're seeing on it is about 3.5 gigs on it. So it tells me immediately our network is capable to do a 10 gig service. And I can give you a 2.5 gig service at home at this point, you know, and, and wow. so not launching the 10 gig service for me, it's actually showing the, the, the South Africa that we can get through technology and building quality networks. We, we are building a future network. Yeah. You know, pushing very, very hard. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that. And I, can I put up my hand for this trial, please? <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm using uh, 200 up, 200 down uh, through Cool Ideas and, and Vumatel being the, 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 the fiber provider. And when I did do that, everybody thought, what do you need so much bandwidth? You're crazy. You're never going to need it. Well, I can tell you now that when I look at what I have connected to my home, the smart devices, the, 
the how I'm using it and that need for I mean technology is hungry for bandwidth and uh, as you mentioned one gig and two and a half gigs I thought wow I didn't know you had that service right now I need to explore using that as well but I guess that uh, it's you know the 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 the, the devices and the and the things that we're doing online is just going to drive that demand going forward now you spoke about the challenges and I mean uh, earlier you said there were like six fiber providers you know uh, you know digging in in one area I mean that doesn't make any sense at all but when you look at the hurdles that South Africa's fiber providers need to overcome what are they and I imagine that you you spoke about capital as well I mean cost is obviously an issue um, is, is cost still an issue I mean to lay fiber today versus five years ago I imagine it's more expensive today yeah listen cost is always an issue and I think efficiency is there is critical. So you have to have your own model. I think all the FNOs have got their own models and costing and efficiency models. So, so I honestly think you can get to a, a price point that makes sense. I mean, if you look at what's what's in the market at this point, you know, as you go into a little bit of a lower income groups, you know, and 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 underserved areas, I mean, your your model has to be tweaked a little bit, you know. But but I think so. Access to capital, okay, really. I mean, I, I think that's going to be future as well. You know, we can look at it today. I think there's quite a lot of capital in 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 the industry at this point, which is good. But I think in future that might change a little bit. You know, and if you look at our penetration versus where we have to go, we're going to need money. Yeah? That's that's as simple as that. So so I think I think access to capital will always be a challenge, my, my opinion. And then I think it's it's speed to rollout. You know, so so we're looking at. At, at the admin side of it, you know, the municipalities, the way leave leg of it, the, the admin around it, getting your contract, your subcontractors, the, 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 the forums involved, the, the local communities part of the of, of, of the machine. I think I think that speed to act, the, you know, speed to market is always a challenge. You know, it's it's really, and it doesn't matter where it sits. I think a lot of work has been done on the way leave processes from municipalities. We're seeing that faster than a year ago. But then obviously you've got some other things where informal uh, forums come up and they 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 intimidate people and, and stop stop work here and there. Mm -hmm. and, and quality networks, you know, it's it's listen, how do you maintain a quality network? That means how do we get away from service hits where where somebody hits and digs up your your fiber lines? You know, it's I think that control that's a challenge for us, you know. And yeah. and I think I think another one is is really at the end of the day. The, the customer side of it, you know, the, you know, we've got an open access model, meaning we 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 link up with all the ISPs giving the services on our on our on our network. But yes. it's the first side; it's getting closer to that customer, making sure they always connected. And I think that's that's going to be always a challenge for us. And Ditloff, when you look at uh, capacity, for example, I mean, the guys that connected five years ago. Um, you know, the speeds that they were paying at the time were probably 50 up, 50 down. And uh, I mean, it's increased. We talk about those those uh, speeds you mentioned earlier. Is there still enough capacity in the ground if one of your traditional suburbs from five years ago decided to switch to one gig uh, connectivity? Do you still have that capacity to do that? Yeah, we got the capacity. And that's that's one of the one of the one of the benefits of a fiber network as well. You know, that that gives that gives you the do that you know so so on that side from a capacity point it's not a scarce resource it's it's a far upgrade but but it gives you the freedom of choice and i think that's another benefit you know that mm -hmm. i didn't mention it, it gives you that that freedom not just to move isps because it's an open access model you know and i think that is a bigger thing that people think bigger than people think is 
is the, is the ability to move from ISP to ISP. That's the first thing. And the second thing is to move products. Synchronous to synchronous, you know, going up or down. I think, I think that is critical. And, and fiber gives those options, you know, those flexible yeah, options. Yeah. And my final question to you, I mean, we've been talking a little bit about trends and uh, I mean, the, what, what are the major trends that you've seen uh, with regards to South Africa's broadband adoption? Uh, the, the trends must be astonishing. And, and I guess um, I'm not even sure if you've even quantified the economic changes that fiber brings to areas no. that get it. Uh, what kind of trends are you seeing, Ditloff? So, so Aki, I think I think we were we were following a normal uptake curve, you know, which is basically your normal thirty percent within a year, you know. So it's yeah. home past percent. I think that was the standard model that we. I mean, we were the first fiber pr provider in any case that we we. But I think that was the norm then in time to get to a thirty percent uptake in a in a year. But but we overshooting that. I mean, we've seen some areas on eighty seven percent uptake, you know. So so obviously areas that's a little bit slow on adoption, but you you've got faster adoption areas now. In some of the some of the uh, other suburbs, but but the trend definitely increased hugely over the COVID period. So so mm -hmm. we saw because we slowed down obviously the build side of it because of of, of restrictions that we, that we put put on us ourselves actually in a way, and then but we saw a huge uptake, uh, an accelerated uptake in the in the in the first half and second half of last year. You know, are we not seeing that slowing down? So 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 weird. I mean. I, I was expecting it also to slow down a little bit, but I'm not seeing that. I'm actually seeing this uh, still continuing. Obviously, we're still in the COVID period, you know, so, yes. so I think that's it as well. But but also showing you that, listen, people understand that abundant access to data is super critical if you want to function in an economy like, like we're functioning in today. If you want to function in the world today, that is critical. Ditloff Marais, CEO of Vumatel, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you for joining us at the My Broadband Conference. And uh, you've set yourself big targets at Vumatel. The penetration has been amazing. You've changed many people's lives. Um, uh, five years to get to a million and your target of 500,000 this year. I wish you guys luck and uh, I hope to chat to you next year to say that we passed that half a million in 2021. We actually got to 600,000 and we're setting a target of 2 million for 2022. I hope that's the target, Didloff. It's been wonderful chatting to you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Aki, always. Thank you so much.